follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaHealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Natural healing is an evolving field with new discoveries coming forward every day. Join us to find out more about the products and methods that will work for you. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, a program with honest information and straightforward talk that will help you take control of your health. Now, here's your host, Howard Strauss. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing. Uh, This is Howard Strauss, your host. We're brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. That's Gerson, G-E-R-S-O-N, media.com, where you can find uh, all kinds of great literature, uh, all kinds of wonderful documentaries uh, that really, uh, really tell a story, expose some uh, incredible stuff that you need to know for uh, for your own good health. Um, and that uh, and that basically help you uh, maintain your good health, recover your good health, and uh, and and live without having to take advantage of uh, of doctors or drugs or uh, or any of those uh, r- relatively dangerous <laughs> uh, things that you uh, that you that you're being sold all the time. Um, you can also find there that you can find the gold medal winning biography, Dr. Max Gerson, Healing the Hopeless. Um, and we're celebrating, uh, we're celebrating the, um, gold medal that was, uh, won by, won from the, uh, Living Now Book Awards, uh, just a month ago, uh, by, uh, giving people a 25% discount on, uh, this fascinating book, uh, Dr. Max Gerson, Healing the Hopeless. It's a, it's a great story because Dr. Gerson was a brilliant man, lived through some turbulent times, and, uh, and developed, uh, developed cures for diseases he should have gotten, uh, a dozen Nobel Prizes for. At any rate, uh, today we have a very interesting young woman on the, uh, uh on the show. Uh, we have Shira Lane. She's the director of Got the Facts on Milk. Now, uh, Shira uh, w- was born in Israel, raised in Australia, and returned to Israel to serve in the uh, Austri- in the Israeli army. Uh, in 2001, she graduated from uh, the Entertainment and Performing Arts School in Beit Tzvi in Israel. In 2002, uh, she launched a television career. Uh, with Israeli drama, drama series Tipol Nimrats, um, and and uh, she had she had a, uh, a a career until the TV show run ended. Uh, she now lives in Los Angeles, and um, she has uh, she has made this wonderful movie. Um, 
Shira, welcome very much. Welcome to the uh, Power of Natural Healing. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so delighted to be here. Well, you, you know, you've made you've made a documentary about milk, and uh, everybody thinks, well, gosh, milk. Everybody drinks milk. Children drink milk. Um, uh, adults drink milk. Everybody drinks milk. Uh, what is so controversial about milk? Um, but you uh, you have your issues with milk. Uh, you want to explain some of them for me? Oh, yes, I do have quite a number of issues. I think uh, the best way for me to start, um, I feel like um, we've been led to get all our nutritional information from the media, which is a very, very sad. Uh, most people get their nutritional information from commercials, what's said on the packets of foods, and people just believe that because we believe that Big Brother is there to take care of us. And reason I created this film, which really goes into what are the horrible things about milk, and we're talking about cow's milk here. Wait a minute, um, wait a not minute. Not to get confused. Wait, yes. what? Just, just a minute. Horrible things about milk? Uh, that's that seems like that seems like I mean mother's milk and uh, uh, you know m- milk builds strong bones twelve ways and uh, uh, and there's all kinds of calcium and nutrition and uh, wh- why why do you say there's horrible things about milk? Well, I mean, first of all, I want to make sure that we are talking about cow's milk and not mother's breast milk. Yeah, of course, mother's breast milk is the most amazing thing that you can give a child, both for mother and child. But dairy coming from a cow actually has a lot of detrimental effects to our body. And, and the list goes on, which I could get into further in detail, but how I got to this was I personally had an allergy to milk. And my whole life I thought I was deprived of this amazing healthy beverage because like everybody else, I thought milk builds strong bones, milk is really good for you, makes your hair shiny, it makes you grow tall and become blonde and blue eyes. Like, that's what we're told. It even helps with PMS. And then um, I moved from Israel where everything is kept kosher there, so it was really easy for me to avoid dairy. And then I moved to uh, Los Angeles and... When I came to Los Angeles, I was trying to eat the way I was eating in Israel, but it seemed like I was constantly getting sick. Now, I have a milk allergy. I'm allergic to the protein in milk, and it caused me uh, to have respiratorial problems. Um, And so I started doing research just to find out what I could eat and what I couldn't eat. And lo and behold, I started learning that you really need to be a chemist to understand that there's milk in certain foods, and I was shocked to find out that there's milk in olives, there's uh, milk in uh, milk, um, milk in olives. Oh yeah, they use lactic acid to ferment milk, uh, ferment the olives. My goodness. They um, they have milk in chewing gum. They have milk in salamis and meats. They have milk in breads. Nearly all breads have some form of buttermilk or cheese. Um, they have milk in practically everything. So I discovered that pretty much a lot of things, you know, were off limits for me. And then the further I dug in, I came across a lot of research that said that actually milk is extremely unhealthy for human beings, which to me that made me just fall off my chair, and I was like, what? I'm reading this wrong. Like, how is this possible, and how, why do we all believe that milk is so healthy for us? 
and I dug deeper and I learned all this research, you know, about the link, and we can get into detail with this, like the link between um, milk and dairy consumption and cancer, and the link between um, diabetes and so forth. There are so many problems of acne and a lot of problems and, and severe diseases that we have today can be, uh, that all are connected to milk. Um, and there's a lot of research out there. And the research is created, and, and it's very important for people to understand who does the research. The research that I have found, I've tried to find a lot of objective research, research that was not funded by private companies that are paid by the dairy industry, which obviously they're interested in showing how milk is the most amazing thing for you. Um, and then when I realized that milk was really bad for you and I was like, oh my gosh, I mean, there must be a documentary out there about milk and well, there wasn't and so I decided that I needed to make one and I needed to make this information available and it most particularly really got my nerves was when I walked into a school cafeteria to meet with somebody and I saw on the walls these posters telling children at school that if you drink milk it will for boys in particular, it was if you drink milk, it will make you grow taller. And for girls, it said, if you drink milk, it will give you the body that you want. And I was just about to rip my hair out. And <laughs> I thought, that's it. I, I need to do something about it because this just... And I started becoming the crazy woman in the supermarket telling women that were buying milk for their children, going, please don't do this to your child. If you love your child, do not give them milk. Um, I was considered the crazy person for a while, <laughs> I will admit. Um, it's very hard to change people's minds when you've your whole life learned that, uh, you know, drinking milk is healthy for you, and suddenly, you know, research comes out and it's like, uh, wait a minute, no, uh, you've been lied to by an industry that's trying to make money off of you. And I tried to make this connection with the cigarette companies. Back in the 50s, you know, doctors were telling people, you should smoke a cigarette to calm your nerves down. Doctors. Doctors used to say this, you know. There used to be advertisements. Uh, more doctors smoke camels. Um, they used to do research studies and put that in their commercials, saying that they have found no detrimental effects of smoking cigarettes. Years later, we understand that that is outrageous. Um... But funny enough, that was common belief, and that became a shock to many people. Um, and I think we are in the same realm right now where people are starting to realize that actually milk is not very healthy for you. There's a big um, kind of revolution almost happening in Israel, which is a big, um, they love their dairy in Israel, um, love it. And now there's been a big stir about the dairy industry there. And um, my documentary has hit the news there quite a couple of times. So, um, so, so uh, we're, we we uh, we have a, a short uh, a short uh, few minute few moments here uh, before we uh, come up on a break. But uh, I know that uh, Dr. Gerson uh, thought milk was the white poison. Uh, oh, and, that's good. And I that like was that. back. That was back already, uh, you know, sixty, seventy years ago. Um, and and now we find out that uh, that milk has uh, has all kinds of other things in it that we don't want anywhere near ourselves, our bodies, our children. 
and including including pus and hormones, uh, <laughs> residue from hormones, and genetically modified uh, uh, hormones that stimulate milk production beyond the capacity of a normal cow to provide. So they get infections, and then you get blood and fecal material and so forth. And yeah, we will get mastitis. Mm-hmm. And we will be uh, we'll be discussing those things uh, right after the break. Um, so if you can hold, if you can hold hold that thought, uh, Shira, and we will be um, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. This is Howard Strauss, uh, and uh, you're listening to the Power of Natural Healing, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com, where you can find uh, all kinds of great documentaries, and you can find. Uh, you can find um, books and uh, booklets and information about how to recover and maintain your good health, including, by the way, the wonderful documentary that uh, that Shira Lane uh, has made called uh, "Got the Facts on Milk," uh, that we'll be talking about uh, for the for the rest of the uh, interview. So. Um, do look into Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. We have uh, discounts going for uh, in celebration of the gold medal won uh, won by the won by the uh, um, bi- biography of Dr. Max Gerson that, in full disclosure, I wrote. Uh, and and we, we're giving for the next month. We're giving a uh, 25% discount off of that um, off of that book and several other books. You can go on our website and find out. Leave us your um, uh, email address, and we'll notify you about upcoming events and uh, the great guests that we're having on, and uh, discounts and specials and um, information that you need to know. You do need to know. So stay with us. We'll be right back after a short break with Shira Lane, director and producer of Got the Facts on Milk, uh, a terrifying documentary on uh, on the, what the dairy industry is doing to us and our children um, uh, with their product. Stay with us. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Nine different energy systems make up the energy body. Energy is all around us and connects us. Energy exerts a major control over our biology and is a big reason why you should be tuning in to Energy Medicine and Optimal Health with your host, Dr. Ann Deatley. We'll explore energy balance techniques, tips, and patterns to keep your flow of energy optimal to maintain maximal health. 
By adopting these techniques, you will keep your energy body and physical body in harmony. Listen for Energy Medicine and Optimal Health, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back to The Power of Natural Healing. This is Howard Strauss, your host, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com, where you can find uh, lots of great information for maintaining and recovering your good health, Um, information that you can actually use on a day-to-day basis, Uh, information you will not find from the the, uh, industry-controlled media, from advertisements, from uh, your medical uh, medical authorities who are lying through their teeth, and um, and from the government, uh, which has a, 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 an agenda that is not to your benefit. So we're talking with uh, Sherry uh, Shira, <laughs> sorry, with Shira <laughs> Lane, a director of uh, Got the Facts on Milk. Uh, a, a documentary about all the uh, terrible things that the industry is doing, the dairy industry is doing to you, and the government, and the medical and uh, health authorities in this country are doing to you, um, using this using this substance that we all assume is good for us. It is not. Uh, Shira, mm-hmm. we were talking yes. about a list of. Uh, you know, welcome back. <laughs> Thanks for staying uh-huh, with us. Thank you. Um, we were talking before about a list of uh, things in milk that we that are in milk now uh, that are that that are you you wouldn't want anywhere near your body. You want to talk about some of those things? Oh, for sure. Um, I would love to. I mean, there are so many, so I'm going to try and keep it short and to the point. Um, so let me start off with milk is pretty much this white substance, and it's uh, put together by a number of things. You've got a multiple proteins, you've got the sugar in it, and then you have something that is pretty disgusting to most people, which is pus, these uh, white blood cells. Um, pretty much every milk has white blood cells. Um, unfortunately, these white blood cells are they're, um, they're made to uh, help prevent diseases, yet because... We don't exactly have the same diseases that a cow. We are not cows. Um, these are just pus cells. So we end up drinking um, this white liquid that has pus in it, which to most people is like, oh, my God, gross. Oh, I can't do that. But I'm sure that gets done, you know, with pasteurization. So no, no. What ends up happening is you're just drinking dead pus cells. And, you know, most people think, well, there probably isn't a lot. Actually, there is between 180 to 195 million pus cells in one glass of milk. That now, is, that is an this. awful lot. How, <coughs> um, how, come lot. The, how come there is so very much? It sounds like you're... Um, well, there's a lot of reasons. Um, well, it, it goes back to government a little bit, but a lot of the cows that are feeding, um, they have... 
they're given, oh my gosh. Okay, so the cows that are fed, usually they're milked up to three times a day, which is a lot on the cow. And they have a lot, they get tend to get a lot of infections, which is called mastitis. That mastitis comes through in the milk. Um, and then Monsanto, the wonderful company, I'm being ironic here, um, invented something called uh, RBGH, which is a growth hormone, an artificial growth hormone that they inject into cows to increase 10% of the cow's yield of milk. But what happens is multiple things. Um, this increases their, um, their udder to give more milk, but this also increases the amount of mastitis that is in their udder, which increases the amount of pus cells that come into your milk. This became a very big problem, especially in larger dairies. You know, the, the more they milked, the more pus cells. And so what they've done is they've gone to the FDA and they've asked to increase the amount of pus cells that are allowed in the milk so they could sell more milk. Because, like, if it's above this certain amount, if it's above 200 um, million pus cells in a glass of milk, um, they, they calculate it a little differently. They calculate with vats, but... Um, just to give an idea, then they have to throw away the whole batch. So for them to save more money, they have to increase. Now, I'm not blaming the farmers here because the farmers really, they are just slaves to the milk processors. They just have to do what they're told. They're getting really little money. Um, and unfortunately, they've gone into a cycle that is just very hard for them to get out of. Now, I did mention the IGF-1. IGF-1 which is this hormone, um, what that hormone has been linked directly to cancer, and most particularly reproductive cancers, so that is breast cancer and prostate cancer. There have been so many studies that have shown this, and uh, one of the most famous researchers, which is Colin Campbell, has done a very extensive study on this and has found um, that that IGF-1 has a really strong connection but on top of that, uh, casein, which is a protein within the milk, one of the proteins, has an additional effect that actually can turn on and turn off cancer growth. He did a study that um, he had rats and gave them carcinogens, and the one group he gave um, cow milk protein, which had casein, of course, and then the other group he didn't. And the group that had um, the milk, they were the ones that died very, very quickly. The cancer grew so rapidly. So pretty much by drinking milk, you're just giving food to cancer. And that's what I like to call it. It's just this white food for cancer. It's like you cancer cells go, oh, great. And to dumb it down, just to kind of explain it even uh, in, on a simpler terms, milk is designed to make things grow. That's what milk does. You know, that's what mothers do to give to their babies, and that's what mother cows give to their calves. But when you're an adult and you don't need to grow anymore, you shouldn't be drinking milk. Your body naturally ceases to create lactase, which is what breaks down the lactose, which is the sugar in milk. And so your body naturally knows that, oh, I don't need milk anymore. Okay, so I'm going to adjust to solid foods. But as adults, and we're continuing to drink this milk, we're continuing to drink this milk that has this growth hormone in it. So it's going into our body and it's looking for things to grow. So it's like, oh, you know, it's going to grow these awesome cancer cells. It's going to grow all kinds of things in your body that you really don't want to be growing. Well, you know, there's a, there, there is a definite uh, difference between uh, human baby needs and cow baby needs. 
Oh uh, my God! And, and yes. a hu- human baby needs um, they they double their size in maybe a year or so, um, uh, double their weight. Uh, am I right? Is it you know multiple? Oh yes, I mean, uh, but but we but take cow- up to eighteen to twenty five years to get to our full size, full but a cow size. gets to full maturity within two years. So what what we're so obviously so what the yes, what, what, what 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 conventional what cow's milk is designed by nature for is to grow that little calf very rapidly, rapidly whereas with human mm-hmm. milk it's uh, it's designed to to uh, to to grow our immune system our the our gut uh, and uh, and our and it's designed and brain development, and brain development which I mean humans need true. need our need our brains cows don't need big brains so what we're growing when we feed children cow's milk what we're growing is we're growing these big dumb heifers basically uh, and um, pretty much well what happens is with the cows I mean not only to mention that is that if you give a child milk cow's milk you are doing a number of things. One, in cow's milk, there is no iron. So they have an iron deficiency where breast milk has iron in it. And therefore, women that are breastfeeding their children should not have cow's milk either. Um, they really shouldn't. And the real difference is, yes, you know, milk is species specific. You know, our milk is designed to grow humans. Our milk is designed to work on our antibodies and to, for brain development, and the sugar levels and the fat content is specifically for humans. Cow's milk has a completely different structure. Yet, cow's milk, there's one a problem, and this is the connection with diabetes, is that um, one of the proteins uh, looks similar to um, one of the proteins in our body. It's not exactly the same, but it looks similar. And this is one of the reasons which we can get into later, I don't know if we have time, into the diabetes and how cow's milk actually can create diabetes, especially with children. But getting, yes, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was, I was going to say, and, and in addition, you, you know, let's, let's get back just for a moment to the mastitis. The fact that the cows, oh, yeah. that the cows' udders are being over, overused, I mean, it's like it's like a woman having to nurse twins every day uh, for for her whole life, and so it just it just stresses. Oh, the, not only that, it stresses. It's the, not only that. It stresses, oh, it, it's stressful in that. But just imagine that she has to give milk, but not to her babies. Right. So as soon as and people forget this, you know, you're taking milk from a sad, poor, overworked so that milk is definitely not healthy. You have to think of this on the spiritual level as well. That for people forget this, that for a cow to give milk, just like a human, it needs to have a baby for its body to create milk. It doesn't just give milk. And what happens is that when a cow gives birth to a child, which she's artificially inseminated, within hours that calf is pulled away from that mother cow and she never sees that calf again. And that cow becomes a milking machine. And that calf, if it's a female, she might become a, a replacement for that for her mother cow that will die within four years instead of living 20 years as a normal cow will. But if it's a male, it will go to the calving industry, the veal industry, and it gets killed. So people that think that, oh, I'm a vegetarian, actually, 
Drinking milk and eating cheese and consuming dairy products isn't even vegetarian because you're continuing to promote the slaughter of animals because the dairy industry is kills the animals. And but then, and but then an, we, another yeah. thing another thing that happens when you have this constant infection of the udders is that uh, is that you got get a lot of internal bleeding. And that blood makes it into the milk as well. So you have lots of blood in the in the milk. And in addition, uh, uh, the the uh, recombinant bovine growth hormone that Monsanto makes Mm -hmm. um, causes chronic diarrhea in the cow, which eventually, because of all the diarrhea around in such a dairy, uh, eventually some of the fecal matter also is uh ends up in the milk and I that is true and uh, then on top of that they have to they have to give the cows because of this mastitis they have to give the cows a lot of antibiotics and the antibiotics obviously get into the milk i mean if you've ever nursed it you know if there's mothers out there listening and you've nursed your child you know you can't take antibiotics if you're nursing your child because the, the antibiotics will go through same thing with cows they're given antibiotics and um and not only that i mean if we're talking about that then those antibiotics go into waterways. I mean, it's just like a whole polluter of things that huge, is just detrimental. Huge. We have to detrimental. We have we have to take yes. a we have to take a short break here, uh, Shira, and we uh, so we we uh, this is the power of natural healing. We're talking with Shira Lane, director of Got the Facts on Milk. She's got a lot more wonderful information, uh, which she will be uh, giving us right after the break. Uh, stay with us. The Power of Natural Healing. I'm Howard Strauss, your host, brought to you by Gerson Health Media. Please stay with us. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is your host, Howard Strauss, and I want to let you know about the special offers we have just for you on the earthing products. The first includes a bed pad, an earthing mat, the earthing book, and all of the accessories you need. Together, these items sell for more than $300, but you can buy them now for $199. To see this kit and all of the earthing specials, visit our website at gersonmedia.com earthing. Again, that's gersonmedia.com slash earthing step into the doorway to conscious choice greater health and well-being attain the balance that you've been seeking tune in and turn on 1111 talk radio feed the mind embrace positively release the tension step out of fear host simran singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio, because shift happens. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. 
And now, back to the power of natural healing. Welcome back to The Power of Natural Healing. I'm Howard Strauss, your host. We're brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com, where if you leave us your uh, your email address, we won't use it for anything but to notify you of, of great new guests, of uh, uh, health events, of uh, lectures and uh, new documentaries, uh, and, uh, and of upcoming guests on this very show, uh, The Power of Natural Healing. So uh, leave us your leave us your name and address. Uh, sorry, your email address, and we will uh, we will keep you informed on information that you can use to maintain your good health and recover your health if you've lost it. Um, we're talking today with Shira Lane, director of Got the Facts on Milk, and she's uh, delivering some pretty amazing and shocking information uh, as she does in the documentary Got the Facts on Milk. Um, Shira, do you have a, a website uh, that where, where people can find? Oh yes, this? yeah. Um, people can go to milkdocumentary.com. We try to make, keep it as simple as possible. Milkdocumentary.com. Yep, and, and you will find our film "Got the Facts on Milk." And you and and you can also go to gersonmedia.com. Uh, our own website because we'll be carrying this excellent documentary as well because it's uh, it's, it's information everybody has to uh, has to know has to know especially mothers who are trying to raise children. Um, oh, sure, yes. I've got a. I'd I've love got a, a new generation. <laughs> wouldn't that, that be great? Understand. Wouldn't that, that would be, be great? wonderful. Um, Shira, there's a, a dichotomy that has always puzzled me, and I wonder if you could uh, if you could uh, explain a little bit about where this dichotomy comes from. We've always been told by the milk industry, by the dairy industry, which admittedly has its own agenda. Uh, the Dairy Council is not a set of wise men trying to uh, looking out for your health. The Dairy Council is a marketing group for the dairy industry, so they're out to sell more milk. They're not out for your health. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but but we've always been told that milk uh, and the calcium in milk is important because it builds strong bones. Now, the United States, if that were true, the United States, the highest dairy consumer in the world, uh, should have the strongest bones in the world. Instead, the United States has the highest incidence of osteoporosis in the world. Uh, how do those two uh, notions uh, jibe with each other? Well, um, this is a very interesting because we've been told that the calcium in milk is what really builds strong bones, which, first of all, this is incorrect. There are two things that are important to build strong bones, and that is, yes, calcium intake, but most importantly, calcium, avoiding calcium loss, and vitamin D, which vitamin D you can get from the sun, five to ten minutes within the sun on your hands and legs, you get sufficient vitamin D. But what happens with the calcium in milk is, that yes, there is some calcium in milk, yet that there are other things in milk that will not allow you to absorb that calcium in milk. And let me get into detail. What happens is when you consume milk, you're also consuming the proteins that are within that milk. The animal proteins in that milk will cause your body to become acidic. And for order your body to bring it back to its natural pH, it will need to take calcium. It needs to use calcium to bring the body back to normal. So what will end up happening, the more milk that you drink, the more animal protein that you drink, it will actually cause you to have more bone loss because it will take calcium from where you store it, which are the bones, 
and you'll end up urinating your bones into the toilet because that's how we release it. And many people have received kidney stones before because of this, um, calcium stones that are accumulated in the kidneys. So, yes, a lot of people believe that, oh, I need calcium, I need milk for, for, for the calcium. Now, there is calcium in milk, but you're not getting it. It's kind of like, I think you mentioned this, it's like eating shell, um, shells off the, off the beach. Your body can't absorb it. So if you really want to eat calcium, if you need more calcium, leafy greens are amazing. Tahini, sesame seeds, these are great places to get great, great, great calcium. And I'd like to get into another thing about milk. Um, a lot of people have said to me, oh, yeah, when I drink milk, it really makes me feel uncomfortable. I get bloated. I get diarrhea. I need to rush to the restroom. And this is absolutely normal. Most people, and this is called maybe lactose intolerance. So if you get bloated, you feel uncomfortable, you feel like you get gassy and need to run to the restroom, this means you probably have lactose intolerance, which is normal. It is very normal to be lactose intolerant. What it means is that your body has told you that it no longer can digest milk. Well, isn't, actually, isn't, isn't that a isn't that a, a normal um, a normal occurrence? I mean, in in not just human beings, but in all um, in in all ma- yes. ma- mammalian animals, the uh, the offspring, the baby, uh, at at some eventually point gets off milk, loses yes. loses its ability to properly metabolize milk, uh, and to produce that is the true, ins- and that is because. And to, yes, produ- to produce I'm, I'm, the enzyme, uh, which is lactase, to, that will properly metabolize milk. And so once you've lost that enzyme, you, ca- you become intolerant to, the, to, to lactose. Uh, exactly. That's and, and exactly can, what happens. And if we continue... And let me break uh, so it down. Lactose really. is the actual, Yes. Yes, everybody. Lactose is the sugar that's in milk. But it's a specific sugar that is only found in milk. And then our body, when we are babies, creates lactase, which is what breaks it down and enables our body to digest it. But when our body ceases to create lactase, it will just sit in our intestines. And therefore, it will accumulate water into the intestines, and this is how we get bloated and have diarrhea. Now, what happens is, is this is most of us, and more particularly those of us that have not come from a European descent, where for centuries and centuries and generations have drunk milk and now have a genetic mutation that are able to continue creating lactase into their adulthood. Most people of color, um, Native Americans, African Americans, um, Asian Americans, I'm talking just about America, but I'm, t- I'm taking this all over the world, that have not consumed dairy for generations and generations and generations, these people have high, about 75% of these people are lactose, 75% of the world is lactose intolerant. But 90% of these people are lactose intolerant. And what's really sad about this, uh, Howard, is that we have the school lunch program. And within that school lunch program, we are required to give milk to the children. And so, and there is something in that bill that says that nothing can be can hinder the sale of milk to children within the school lunch program. And if a school would like to use that school lunch program, which most of these children that come from poverty, this is the only place that they can get a decent meal, they must serve milk. This is how far the dairy industry has put its little tentacles inside 
um, our system. Now, what's really sad is that we are forcing these kids because, like, if they don't finish the milk, they can't leave the cafeteria. And this, this we see in our, in our film, we go to Native Americans and, and we show this, that they cannot leave the cafeteria unless they finish their milk. And what's sad about this is that we are giving these children a substance that is making them feel bloated, that is making them feel gassy, that is making them uncomfortable, and who can concentrate at school? How can we possibly make these children concentrate and try to get a really good education if we're making them feel uncomfortable and bloated and they can't... So to me, this is just um, craziness that and we the, have the, such and, a system. And the thing is, the thing is, our government is very aware of this uh, of this uh, bifurcation, where people of European descent, in other words, uh, in other words, uh, Caucasians. Uh, mm-hmm. have have considerably higher tolerance for milk than do people of color uh, or people from uh, third world or the rest of the world, essentially. And so uh, by forcing the children to eat, to drink milk, uh, they're, they're essentially, uh, they're, they're letting the physiological facts be, uh, be racist, essentially. And, and causing more problems to people of color than causing problems to uh, to to, uh, to Caucasians. I mean, that, that is very true. That that is, this is that's an agenda. One of the things that is real, yes, almost definitely. And and this is one of the things that has really caught me. That I was I was, it really brought me to tears to think that we can do this. That we, in such an advance, we've got so so much technology, we've got so much, and this is what we're doing to 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 our children. And this is not just happening, you know, far off. Or this is happening in South Central Los Angeles. This is happening right here, right next to you. Absolutely. And I just, I really just want to say that, um, please, if you're listening. Do not believe what the main media is telling you because they are just trying to sell you something you do not need. And research and ask questions. And don't be afraid to ask questions. And don't be afraid to second-guess your doctor because doctors do not receive nutritional um, courses. To become a doctor, to become an MD, they they, they are not required to pass any nutritional exams at all. All they need to know is what drug to give you. So do not take your, your nutritional information from a doctor. Research. Look, and you know what? I say to people this. Watch my documentary. You have all the facts, and even within the documentary, we have where you can actually find that information, all the quotes and all the facts, all the statistics that we have put in the film. You can actually go and research on your own because I want people to research this stuff on their own. Once again, because once don't again, don't take the, my word on it. Once again, the name of your documentary is "Got the Facts on Milk," and you can find it at milkdocumentary.com. And and folks, you know, uh, we think the we think that documentary is so important uh, that we uh, we carry it as well on gersonmedia.com. So uh, so look in on uh, gersonmedia.com, and we will uh, we will send you the documentary too. Um. 
Shira, we have uh, we have another break coming up, and then we have a short segment. Uh, and I'd like you to think about what you want to leave our audience with, um, because the, uh, the the last segment is kind of just a, a winding up and summary, and uh, and then it's uh, it'll be over. The time has flown. You've, you've, uh, you're a fascinating uh, a fascinating person, and you have lots of great information for people. Um, this oh, is Howard. <laughs> this is Howard Strauss. Um, uh, you're listening to the Power of Natural Healing, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. And um, this is information you can use. You can use to uh, to 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 improve your health, to maintain your health, to recover your good health. And one of the ways you can do that is to avoid milk. Got the facts on milk. Um, directed by Shira Lane, and um, and we're having a, a fabulous conversation with Shira. Please stay with us. We'll be right back after a very short break uh, with our last segment, um, and, uh, and and Shira will kind of uh, bring it all together and uh, and leave you with some important thoughts. This is Howard Strauss. Please stay with us. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. Take charge of your fitness and take charge of your healthy life. Listen for Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. Think back over the past week, the past month, the past years. Are you like a lot of other people? Too busy with the kids, work, travel, social calendars, business calendars, the day, the night, this and that. Make the decision to be healthier. Just do it. Chad Austin has made a living from motivating people to stop excuses and make fitness a priority in their lives. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back to The Power of Natural Healing. This is Howard Strauss, your host. We're brought to you by Gerson Health Media, <clears throat> which you can find on the web at gersonmedia.com, G-E-R-S-O-N media.com, and um, where we have uh, <clears throat> literature and documentaries and uh, wonderful material for you to maintain and, uh, and, and to recover your good health. Um, information you can use, real information that works, real information that has been working for a century. 
Uh, you're not going to find it on the uh, on the advertising controlled media. You're not going to find it on television. You're not going to find it in the magazines. Those are sewed up by the corporations. This is the only place you'll find that information and on documentaries like Got the Facts on Milk, uh, directed by Shira Lane, who we're talking to today. Fascinating interview, scary interview. <laughs> uh, Shira, thank you so much for uh, for spending this time with us. Uh, Shira, we have we have a short we have a short time uh, left. Uh, this this last segment is fairly short. Um, do you have any uh, any uh, last final thoughts that you'd like to leave our audience with? We have people listening from yes. all continents and all uh, um, all over the world. And uh, and uh, do you have any final thoughts here? Yes, I'd like to again give a personal story. Um, I grew up with a milk allergy, and when I grew up, nobody knew of it. It was unheard of, um, and what that meant was that I had respiratory problems. I had constant ear infections. I was sent to hospital all the time. I had multiple times my, my lungs collapsed, and um, it turns out that I'm, I'm not alone, but during that time, it wasn't spoken about, and it wasn't doctors that told my mother that maybe I should steer away from um, from milk. It was a friend of a friend that read an article that was on some offshoot health site. And what I'd like to say is that it was that that saved my life. Because had that friend of a friend not read some article, I would to this day probably be dead. And I made this documentary to expose some important information so children will not suffer what I had to suffer when I was a child. And that means not being able to run along with other children, not being able to do things that other children do, but yet have to be again and again and again hospitalized and have tubes down my throat. And it was not pleasant. And this documentary I created is I created it so it's a vast amount of information that is easily digestible. It's actually quite funny in many parts. Um, and I made it so it was easy to understand how dairy can be so detrimental to us as humans, um, specifically children growing up and as adults. We, we tend to overcome, you know, being allergic to it, then, but we become lactose intolerant to most people. But it causes cancer and many other things that we only notice later on in life. Um, so if you love your children, if you care about your health, uh, please watch the documentary, get informed, know what really happens when you drink milk into your body. And I just wish, I wish a documentary like this was made when I was growing up. And that's one of the reasons I made it, um, Milk Document. So you can see it at MilkDocumentary.com or at Goshen Media. Uh, once again, MilkDocumentary.com. Uh, is where you can get it. You can also get it at gersonmedia.com. The name of the documentary is? Got the Facts on Milk. Got the Facts on Milk. People, this is one that you just have to go see. This is, uh, it should be required for every parent before they, before they actually deliver a child. Uh, that would be wonderful. It, it, it should be required viewing. Uh, it would make for a whole lot healthier uh, children. It would make for a lot less sales of Ritalin, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. where, where where kids 
can't concentrate in classrooms, it would make for a lot healthier population. Of course, the doctors don't like that because then they won't make as much money, nor will the drug companies. Uh, Shira, you, you were relating when we were off the air before, uh, you were relating the funniest thing that happened while you were making this documentary. Could you just uh, briefly mention that? Yeah, well, um, there, the film is quite funny because we interacted with a lot of interesting people. Um, and I believe the humor is a great way to open the mind to new ideas. And to some, the idea that milk is unhealthy for us is quite new and quite shocking. Um, but one of the most interesting things that happened was that when we finished filming and we interviewed so many researchers, so many scientists, so much, so much information we had accumulated, and right towards the end we reached Washington, D.C., and I finally got my hands on a dairy spokeswoman. And I was hoping that all my questions she could answer and probably have some kind of feedback so, you know, she could tell me, oh, no, this is something else. But what was hilarious was that her answers were kind of so shocking that my camera person had to walk out of the room in the middle of an interview. Then my sound person had to walk out. And I ended up with just myself and her, and I'm trying to hold a straight face while she was telling me some outrageous things where, you know, I was talking about how hormones and how does that affect, you know, um, children, how they mature a lot quicker, and does this have an effect? And she told me things like, oh, no, that's pheromones, honey. I was like, excuse me? She said, yeah, that's pheromones. That's because girls nowadays, they're not growing up with their original fathers. So that's why they're growing up a little more mature. And I was like, really? Um... So uh, there are a lot of points like that in the film, so it's not all like research and stuff like that. It's quite funny. But it just goes to show that the dairy industry are just reading what's on a pamphlet that they were told that this is what they're supposed to say. The dairy industry or the uh, registered dietitians that have received their um, uh, certificate by the dairy industry because the dairy industry has signed an agreement with the um, with, with the Dietetic Association. Um, so they're just getting pamphlets about dairy, and that's what they're spilling out. They've never done their own research, and that's what makes that interview so funny is because you as a viewer have kind of traveled with me and understood all the research, and then we finally get to this dairy spokeswoman, and her answers are just hilarious. So um, I truly recommend getting to that point. <laughs> and if only they were hilarious. Uh, the, the problem is that it, it, that on a local level, it's hilarious. But on a global level, she is spreading this disinformation, and that's what it is. It's intentional disinformation throughout the population and uh, pretending that it's the gospel truth. And when mm-hmm. you have when you have 300 million plus people believing that those lies, then uh, then you have a population that's going to have very strong negative effects on their health uh, because they think they are doing something healthy when in fact uh, they may as well be eating uh, uh, tobacco um, or, or or worse. I mean, or worse. Or worse, it's it's truly you know the dairy industry is trying to turn us into a herd of sheep, and just you know do and what I say. This is what's good for you because this is what makes them money. And, and doing and doing you know, a good job of it. 
Oh, they're doing a fantastic job. I mean, these are the most skillful marketers there are on the planet. I mean, they deserve awards for their marketing tactics. I mean, who else can advertise within a cafeteria? I mean, we don't see advertisements eat more broccoli in the cafeteria. Yep. Why not? Yep. yep. You know? But the dairy industry was able to be advertised. The dairy industry was able to get their hands to get into law for a free school lunch program, a government school lunch program. They were able to get their hands into that and say, oh, you have to sell milk to get this free program. And it's you like, have what? And, and milk the children, is not a government program. And then the children have to drink the milk. That's the children have to drink the milk, and then the children cannot study. It's like, and logic? Um, none. None. Shira, <laughs> Shira, uh, we have to uh, we have to cut it off at this point. Thank you so very very much for being with us, for sharing your information with our audience, and for letting us know about this great documentary. Got the facts on milk, uh, and uh, and where you can find it at Milk Documentary. Uh, also. Dot com and at gersonmedia.com. This is Howard Strauss, The Power of Natural Healing. Join us next week for a, uh, another wonderful guest. Uh, and, uh, and we hope that, uh, we hope that you can use this information to maintain and recover your good health and that of your children. We'll talk to you again next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss. Please join us again next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until that time, have a healthy, happy week.